0: you like feeling good well then you're in the right place welcome to positive thinking the podcast created to uplift and encourage you while giving practical tools to keep Christ at the center of your life like a painter dips his paintbrush in vibrant colors to color a painting you can come here to be reminded that you are redeemed filling your world with a kaleidoscope of biblical principles Here to bless you, welcome your host, an author, retired naval officer, CEO, and Christ follower, Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. Hey there, you podcasters. I'm super excited to pop on today to bless you. Have I got a word for you? Where I am located at here on the beautiful island of Hawaii it is now New Year's Eve. It is 9:47 p.m. Where most of you are at today, you have already crossed over into the new year. And I have a word for you that's going to bless you whenever you get the opportunity to listen to this word. This word is being released in January, well, actually, it's December 31st, my time, but it's probably January the 1st where you're located at. So I want you to uh, brace yourself, you know, for the ride that we're getting ready to go on in the prophetic one today. If I had to title today's topic, it is titled A New Beginning a new beginning i want you to allow that to resonate in your spirit a new beginning how many of you could use a new beginning in your life i know there's been times in my life where i've just needed a new start there's been times in my life where i've just been tired i've just been wore down things aren't going the way that i thought they should go they're not acting according to plan and i just need a new beginning On today, I'm telling you you guys, there's a new beginning. God has given us a new beginning. I'll be coming out of Judges 6 and 11. Again, the title on today, if you've just hopped on, or if this is your first time popping on the podcast, the title is A New Beginning, and this will be the prophetic word for January 2023. This will be the prophetic word for January, 2023. I'll be reading out of Judges 6 and 11. And the scriptures read, The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to Joas the Abrazite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. I'm going to read that again. I'm at Judges 6 And 11, the angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to Joash the Abrazite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. To keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord. Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, why has all of this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hands of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of the Midian's hands. Am I not sending you? Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. And I am the least in my family. I've just read from you, Judges. I was gonna just read 6 and 11, but I went ahead and pressed in and went from Judges six, eleven through 15. Again, the title on today is A New Beginning. So you say, you know, where are we at right now? And I want you to just hold tight onto those scriptures that I re- I just read. But our anchor scripture will be um, 6 and 11, 6 and 11. I want to really focus on the portion of the scripture that says where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. See, Gideon is at a place in his life where he is threshing wheat in a wine press. And you might say, okay, that's not a big deal. Uh, You know, what's the point in all of that? It is a big deal because when you thresh wheat, you thresh wheat on a threshing floor. You don't thresh wheat in a wine press. You press wine in a wine press and you thresh wheat on a threshing floor. Now you say, what is the difference between the two? As I was digging into this word, it just began to really stir in my spirit because I began to discover as the Lord was taking me on this journey of discovery, unpacking this. He began to show me the difference between a threshing floor and the difference between a wine press. And this is very important as to your new beginning, because some of us are in a place where we were threshing wheat in a wine press, we were operating, going through a process inside of a closed in place because see l- let me explain this to you a threshing floor is an open area a threshing floor is, is where people can can see you threshing weed is wide open it's not enclosed but a wine press is a place where things are very very enclosed people can't see you see gideon was pressing threshing wheat in a wine press because the wine press was a place where he could hide. A wine press is a place you can go in and and people don't know you're in there in the wine press, but not on a threshing floor. A threshing floor is wide open and you got to understand what is happening at this point in time in Gideon's life. Gideon is trying to do the process of threshing wheat to what? To feed his family. He's trying to Feed his family, although he is being oppressed by the Midianites. See, I believe on today there's somebody out there that you are pressed on every side. I believe that there's somebody out there, come on now, that you are threshing wheat in a wine press. You are doing something that you should be doing somewhere else, but you are enclosed. You are in a place where you feel like you can't spread your wings. You're in a place that you feel like I'm a butterfly. Why am I still in the cocoon? I'm here to tell you on today that the Lord is saying you are in a new beginning. You are in a new beginning. I need you to catch that. You are in a new beginning. See, Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites, when he was Going through the process. Come on now, he wasn't sitting twiddling his thumbs. He was working. He was threshing wheat in the wine press. And the angel of the Lord showed up. It says in verse twelve. I didn't make that up. Judges six and twelve says when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, "The Lord is with you, mighty warrior." Come on now, he said, "The Lord is with you." This is the angel of the Lord who's now showed up while Gideon is threshing wheat in a wine press, and he tells. Gideon look the Lord is with you. Sometimes you can be between a rock and a hard place. You can be in a place where you think the Lord has left you. You're, you can be in a place where you don't hear God. You can be in a place where you're wondering, well, you know what? Are you gonna show up for me, God? I've been pressing in. I've been doing what you call me to do. I've, I've I've done everything that you laid out in the script. When are you gonna show up for me? I know that I'm right because Gideon, come on now, he's threshing wheat in a Wine press. He's doing it not because he want to. If he had it his way, he would be threshing the wheat on the threshing floor out in the open, so everybody can see him. Come on now, but he's hiding. He's hiding because the Midianites were coming in, taking everything that uh, the man, man, this tribe of Manassas, because Gideon is from the tribe of Manassas. Come on now, they're the Israelites. Come on now, it's a is a tribe. From He's a tribe from Manassas. He is there and they are taking their food. They Everything that they do, the Midianites was taking it from them. So he's hiding it. He's in a place where I would imagine he's concerned. I I would imagine he's worried about how am I going to take care of my family? And then the Lord shows up. This is the time in your life, come on now, where the Lord has done an intersection. He's showing up for you. Even now, as you're listening to me on this podcast, you might be going through something. You might be wondering, you know what? When am I going to come out of this thing? I'm here to tell you that the Lord is appearing to you through me by the words of my mouth. Come on now. And he's saying, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Come on now. This is what the angel of the Lord said to Gideon. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And even though the Lord is with you, this is the angel saying this to Gideon. Gideon has no recollection of this. Gideon has been oppressed for so long that he, this is how Gideon responds. Jump down to six and 13. This is how Gideon responds. Gideon says, pardon me, my Lord. Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, Why has all this happened to us? Come on now. That's what we say. Well, if God is with me, why is all this happening to me? Let me give you, let me tell you a story. I'm gonna give you a testimony. As I was walking through my own bout with sickness, I was walking through a bout with cancer, people around me was looking at me saying, if the Lord is with her, why does she have cancer? If if the Lord is with her, why would this uh, come on her? And, then, and not only that, it compounded. Then I found myself after I walked through ovarian cancer, I found myself sitting on the coloscopy table and they're telling me I have cancer in my colon. Come on now, the people around me, if you're not careful, come on now you will get stuck in the pain you will get stuck in the oppression the people around me was responding just like Gideon is responding in verse 13 he says pardon me my lord Gideon replied but if the Lord is with us why has all this happened to us come on now we will sometimes we just want to know why is this happening to me why is uh, bad things happening to good people come on now sometimes we find ourselves like Job asking God, why is this happening to me? This is where Gideon is at. It says, where, where are all of his wonders that our ancestors told us about? when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? So you got to get this. This is where Gideon's mind is at because he has ancestors that has taught him about God. He's not sitting on the sidelines. He understands who God is. He understands what God has done for them. He understands that the Lord had brought them out of Egypt. Come on now. Gideon understands from his ancestors that they talked about how God parted the what? He parted the Red Sea. He brought them through on dry land. He brought them on the other side. They left out of Egypt. They left rich. They left with a wealth transfer. Hello. I need you to catch that on today. They left Egypt with a wealth transfer. It says when they left Egypt, they left with gold. They left with silver. They left with fine linen. They left with all of the Egyptians' wealth. Come on now. This is Gideon talking about all that the Lord has done for them. This is what his ancestors told him and he's finding himself feeling abandoned by God. I didn't make that up. It says, but now the Lord has abandoned us and given us over to the hand of Midian. So he is having a conversation with the angel of the Lord. You you need to get that. Now he's having a conversation with the angel of the Lord after the angel of the Lord has told him, the Lord is with you. See, that's when you know you have lost faith focus in the oppression because the Lord is now speaking to you calling you by your name trying to call you out of the uh, call you out of threshing wheat in the wine press by telling you the Lord is with you you mighty warrior calling you out saying come on out you're a conqueror sister you're a conqueror brother but you are in a place where you are so caught and entangled in the oppression you are beginning to question God you are saying you know what why aren't you why didn't you pull us out why is this happening to us that's where gideon is at i'm at verse 14 it says the lord turned to him and said come on now the lord turned to him and said after he begins to say that the lord abandoned them abandoned them come on now left them out for broke this is what the lord says it says in verse 14 the lord turned to him and said go in the strength you have and save israel out of the midian's hands Am I not sending you? So the Lord is basically helping him to what? To recalibrate. Come on now, I I hear in the spirit that this new beginning is a recalibration for you on today. The Lord is recalibrating you. He's recalibrating you. He's calling you out from threshing wheat and the wine press. He's calling you out and saying, look, I need you to do what I've called you to do. He's calling you out, telling you that he has not abandoned you. He's calling you out, telling you that you're a mighty warrior. He's calling you out, telling you, go in the strength that you have. Come on now, go in the strength that you have. Save Israel out of the Midian's hands. He's saying, come on now, go in the strength that you have. Go in the strength that you have. I am with you. And you say, well, what do you mean by this? Jump down to verse 15. This is Gideon responding. He says, pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But how can I save Israel? See, Gideon is still not understanding that if God called you, he qualified you. It says God qualifies or what? He qualifies the call. He doesn't call you then qualifies you he qualifies the call he qualifies you then he calls you come on now if he and you can see it right here he's telling Gideon the Lord the angel of the Lord said the Lord is with you mighty warrior he's called him a what a mighty warrior and tells him to go into what in the strength that he has to do what to save Israel out of the hands of Midian and and Gideon is still asking the question in 15 pardon me my Lord Gideon replied but how can I save Israel? He's basically telling the Lord, look, you, you qualified the call, but how am I supposed to do this? Come on now. He says, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh's and I am the least in my family. Come on now. We don't do that. When the Lord calls us and say, look, it's a new beginning, daughter. It's a new beginning. He's telling you, come on out. I got work for you to do. And you telling him, Everything that's not, that don't line up with with what you see. This is what Gideon's saying. He's saying, my clan is the what? It's the weakest. It's the weakest. Gideon is telling the Lord what the Lord already knows. How can you tell an omnipotent, an omnipresent, an omnipotent God, all powerful, all knowing everywhere, all the time? Come on now. He knows your beginning from your end. Come on now. He's the alpha and the omega. Come on now. He formed the earth by his very words and his wisdom. Come on now. This is the God, the creator of the world. And you're telling him that you are the weakest in Manassas. You are the weakest in the family. You're telling him that you are the, the tail. Come on now, and not the head. He's and when he's telling you, come on now. I'm telling you to come up. I hear the Lord saying, recalibrate and come up. Recalibrate and come up to your new beginning. This is your new beginning. You say, you know, prophet. I don't understand. Well, I'm here to to put clarity on this thing. You say, well, what will help me out? I'm going to tell you exactly where we're at. Currently, we are moving. We've just moved out of the and and now I'm talking about the Hebrew calendar. We've moved out of what's called Kislev and we've moved into Tibet. To, to Come on now, we've moved out of Kislev and we've moved into Tibet. In the Hebrew calendar, we've moved out of Kislev and we've moved into Tibet. On the December the 25th on Christmas, we moved into Tibet. And this is the, I'm talking to you about the Hebrew calendar. Now I'm teaching, I need you to catch this. I need you to sit down where you at. I need you to, to focus on what I'm saying because I'm giving you a prophetic word for January. I said there is a new beginning. You are in a new beginning. You have moved out of Kislev into Tibet. This is the, the Hebrew calendar. I'm not talking about our calendar. I'm not talking about January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Hebrew calendar. Come on now. I'm going to need you to get in the spirit with me. You've moved com- from Kislev to Tibet. You say, well, what does that mean? I'm glad you asked. And in Kieslip, come on now, when we were in Keyslift, that was up until December the 25th, what was happening is in Keyslift, we considered the light and the darkness to be standing side by side. And the choice that everyone was given during that time and that that, that time period of Keyslift, we were given the opportunity to repent and follow the light. Come on now, we was given the opportunity every day we get the opportunity, come on, to repent and follow the light. But some people chose to continue to follow the dark. Now, I know that's not in none of my listeners because all of my listeners are children of the Most High God. All of my listeners are trying to walk in the marvelous light. But there were some who decided to continue on in darkness. You say, so what does that mean? You have to understand where you come from so that you could understand your new beginning. Come on now, you've moved from a place where you could make a choice. There was light and darkness in the Lord. A allowed you to make the choice. Come on now, just like he's allowing Gideon. Gideon, is he has to make a choice. He has to make a choice to accept what the Lord said at his word. The Lord called him a mighty warrior. The Lord is telling you, you got a new beginning. You can accept it, or you can continue on believing that you're not a conqueror, that you are a the tail and not the head. You can believe the opposite and believe what the enemy is telling you. I'm here to cast light on it to tell you that you are in a new beginning. I'm here to tell you that you have moved from Kislev to Tibet. You say, well, prophet, I get it. We had a choice when we were in the month of Kislev to, to, to choose light or darkness. And and prophet, I chose light. It, you moved into Tibet now. You say, well, what is t- Tibet? Tibet is when you will see the results from the decision that you made. If you truly chose God, you are in your new beginning. You're getting ready to see God show up on your behalf. Come on now. See, into that, we get to see the results of the decisions that we made. Come on now. when we got to choose light and darkness. Those that would continue on in darkness, they will reap judgment in this season. Come on now. This is a new beginning for some, but it's judgment for others. Come on now. The new beginning for those that have chose the light are are and will experience victory in 2023. There will be a Goshen for you in 2023. Now, those there are some, and I hate to say this, but I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it for you. I'm not a sugarcoated preacher. I'm going to tell you the truth. There are some who chose darkness, come on now, and they are going to reap what they sowed. Come on now, that's the word of God. That's a principle. If, if that principle didn't come to pass, God wouldn't be God. It says, we reap what we sow. If we so good, we read good. If we so bad, we read bad. And those that had a decision in Keslif to choose. Light or darkness, and chose darkness. Now they will be reaping judgment for the decisions that they made, and they won't be in a new beginning. Come on now, they will be getting judged. But I'm here to talk to those that have stepped over into their new beginning. Remember, I said the title on today was a new beginning. A new beginning. Come on now, the title was a new beginning. You say, Okay, 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 I think I'm getting it. I I need you to stay with me because, see, sometimes we can get confused because new beginnings are often discussed disguised in a painful ending. I need you to catch that on today. A new beginning is often disguised in a painful ending. Come on now, you say, well, well, how do you know, prophet? I know because I just walked through a painful ending, which turned into a what? Into a new beginning. A new beginning is disguised in a painful ending. I need you to get that because sometimes you can be stuck in the pain. Sometimes you can be stuck in yesterday. See, when you move through the process, come on now, when you move through the process and step over into your new beginning, then the pain begins to make sense. I need you to get this. The pain begins to make sense. And then you don't mind the pain. You know what? The best example I can give you is when I birth my children. Come on now. When I was laying on the table and I was getting the labor pains, it didn't make sense. I was in pain. I needed something to to subside the pain. Come on now. But when I saw the baby born, come on now, and they put the baby in my arms, the pain made sense. I didn't even remember how painful it was. The come on now, the new beginning, my baby that was placed in my arms was my new beginning. My new beginning was disguised in a a painful labor. Come on now, there was a painful labor. I need you to get this word on today. The week of December 12th through the 17th was a birthing season for some. Some people really birthed out something that they might be able to step over and cross over to the other side. You say, well, prophet, I don't know. I'm really confused right now. Well, I'm here to give you understanding. If you would just rest in what I'm saying, I said a new beginning is often disguised. As a painful ending. See, during December, the week of the 12th through the 17th, I found myself pressing in deeper with God. I found myself getting stuck in in the pain. I found myself thinking about and having regrets. When I found myself in that way, I began to press in and begin to pray. And the Lord was trying to birth. A new beginning and it was painful, but I'm here to tell you that I've crossed over to the other side. And it didn't take me December 31st at midnight to cross to the other side. We've already crossed to the other side. Remember, I said we've moved in the Hebrew calendar from Kislev to Tibet. Come on now, we've moved from one area to the next. The new area is this new beginning that we're walking to. Come on now, uh, let me let me explain. Explain A New Beginning that you might be able to rejoice on today For those that are listening to me in their car For those that are listening to me while they're in the kitchen cooking, while those that are listening to me while they're in the shower, come on now Those that are listening to me while they're on the treadmill, those that are listening to me while they're running, those that are listening to me while they're walking, I'm here to explain to you what a new beginning is I said the title on today was a new beginning, I said that Gideon was threshing wheat, come on now, in a wine press, he was doing and going through the process in a closed space. Come on, now, people didn't know what was going on with him. He was going through the process, but he wasn't going to be left there. The Lord had no intentions to leave you threshing wheat in the wine press. The Lord is very aware that you should be threshing wheat on the threshing floor. Come on now. He's aware of that. He's not going to leave you there. He's saying, I'm calling you out into your new beginning, but you're going to have to take your place in the kingdom. I'm going to need you to come up. I'm going to need you to separate and come from among them. I'm going to need you to step into your calling. I'm going to need you to be like Gideon, and I'm going to need you to understand you're a mighty warrior. Don't question God. Begin to move in and trust that God is aware of who you are. Gideon was telling him, I'm from the weakest clan in Manassas. I am the least in my family. He's saying, I'm not qualified for this. I don't have the credentials for this. I don't know how I'm going do this? How am I going to stand on stage and do this? How am I going to help them? How am I going to get that job? How am I going to work in tech and I don't have a degree? You're only talking to the choir. I work in an engineering field without an engineering degree. I'm a doctor of management. Come on now. How does God do that? Because he calls the, come on now, he qualifies the call. He said, I want you to work in engineering and engineering has the lineup and accept me. Come on now. This is by the word of God. I need you to understand you are in a new beginning. A new beginning. See, a new beginning means that you are allowing yourself to accept changes that might bring good things to you a new beginning when I hear a new beginning I begin to rejoice rejoice my spirit begins to leap because a new beginning means that you are capable of knowing where you lacked at in the past season and by using wisdom you'll be able to be successful in your new season see a new big be- remember I said a new beginning is disguised in pain You may have fell short last season and it caused you pain, but the Lord is saying, I'm shifting things and I'm aligning things that you might find favor in this new season. God is trying to bless you in this new season. He's trying to get you to understand that you are truly in a new beginning. How many of you know that you can miss where you at because you stuck? And yesterday you can miss where you at cause you are longing for yesterday. Come on now, that's a lot's wife situation. She was looking back when God was calling them out of Sodom and Gomorrah, and she found herself turning into a pillar of salt. She had stopped where she was looking back at. I'm going to need for you to not have the lot wife syndrome. I'm going to need you to move forward. I'm going to need you to understand that in this new season, you won't have near success syndrome. You will be successful. God has said, this is your time. This is your new beginning. You say, well, prophets, I think, I think I got it. I'm here to tell you on today. There's, there's a couple of things that the Lord is doing in your new beginning. In your new beginning, you will reap a harvest. Psalms 126, five through six, it says, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth bearing precious seeds shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing spiritual harvest. Come on now, this is the Lord saying that the things that you sowed in tears, you're getting ready to reap it in joy in this season. I didn't make that up. This is your harvest season. You're not just going to have a wealth transfer. You're not just going to benefit in a tangible way. You're going to grow in a spiritual way. You're going to have a harvest that's a spiritual harvest, and you're going to have a tangible tangi- tan- tangible, harvest in this season. Come on now, I need somebody to catch that. God is going to make you flourish spiritually. If you do the work, see Gideon, this is what I love about Gideon. He was threshing wheat in a wine press. He was still doing the work. This isn't a time for you to sit and be a bench warmer. This isn't the time for you to say, I'm going to take a time out. This ain't the time for you to throw in the towel. This ain't the time for you to look to the side and say, I need the referee to call the game. I need you to get in the game and I need you to do your part. You are at a new beginning. I don't care if you was losing the fight. The Lord has said, i have done to turn around for you. It's your time to win. It's your time to shine. There's a lot of you that's been under pressure. I hear pressure in the spirit. You've been under pressure. Come on now. You've been under pressure. A diamond is produced under what? Under pressure. Some of us have been in the fire. And you've been what? You've been purified in the fire. Come on now. Without the fire, without the pressure. Come on now. We wouldn't see how beautiful you are. They wouldn't see how awesome you are. They wouldn't see how you can deal with a problem. Come on now. They wouldn't see what God has put in you if he didn't press you. Come on now. There's something that happens when God begins to press on you. When he begins to press on you, it's like an olive. The oil begins to what? The oil begins to flow it begins to flow. And even in this next season, in this next season, God will establish some of you. He will establish you. You have died to the old you. You have allowed the Lord to Remove that which is not needed, because we know the Lord is known as the what? As the vine dresser, He has dressed the vine. He has pruned you. He has cut some things away, and you didn't die in the pain. You allow God to cut things away, and that's going to cause you to what? To be established in this season and reap a harvest. When you take a tree and you begin to prune it, what happens? It bears what? More fruit. And if you prune it again, it begins to bear what? Much more fruit. I decree and declare that even now, in this next season, you. You will bear much more fruit. That your fruit will what? It will remain. I decree and declare that it will remain. It will not die prematurely. Come on now. It will not come forth prematurely. Come on now. This next season, you are going to bear much more fruit and it will remain. Come on now. Even now, the Lord is saying he's going to give good news. You're going to have good news. You're no longer going to pick up the phone and it's bad news. You're no longer going to pick up the phone and they telling you this is happening with your health. You're going to walk through a season of prosperity. Come on now. If you pull close to God and you do what God has called you to do, because I don't want you to kid yourself. I don't want you to think that you you can walk any kind of way and get the blessings of God. It don't work that way. You have to line up to what God has called you to do. And when you come into alignment, you can be assured, you can be guaranteed that you're going to be blessed because he says his seeds never go begging bread. He says that he knows the plans that he has for you and it's to prosper you and it's to give you a hope in the future. I didn't make that up. That's Jeremiah 29 and 11. He says the steps of the good man are what? They are ordered by God. Come on now. You are walking in the way, if you walk into me, mean, let me rephrase that because I don't want nobody to think I'm doing some old sidestep stuff here. I want you to understand that if you have aligned yourself with God, if you are repenting and doing all that God has called for you, you're going to reap the harvest in this season. You're going to receive multiple good reports in this season. You are going to be established in this season. You're going to come into a deeper knowing of who you are. You're going to have a deeper self-love for yourself. It's no longer going to be A lay situation. Come on now, you say, well, who was lay? Remember lay and Rachel? Lay and Rachel, how lay kept being rejected because uh, Jacob loved Rachel. He didn't love lay. Matter of fact, he didn't even ask for lay. Laban had tricked him. Come on now, tricked him, gave him lay when he wanted Rachel. And Rachel was caught in the what? She was caught in the crossfire. Some of y'all was caught in the crossfire. You didn't ask to be in the situation. Somehow you found yourself threshing wheat in a wine press. Somehow you found yourself like lay and you're being rejected and you didn't even ask to be there. Come on now. And you asking God, how did this happen to me? This person's constantly rejecting me. Come on now. I didn't ask to be here. Lay didn't ask for that. But the Lord is saying, in this season, you're going to no longer seek man's approval. You're going to seek God's approval. See, after Lay had suffered a little while, the word of God says, though he slay me, yet I will trust him. The word of God says, when we've suffered a little while, come on now, when we suffer, little while. He will bring us out as what? As pure gold. He brought lay out as pure gold. Even though she's being rejected, not loved by her husband, she got to a place that she stopped seeking his approval and began to center her attentions and her affections on God. And when she did that, come on now, she relinquished her own desires and began to accept what God had for her. I decree and declare even now that you are going to begin to accept what God has for you in this next season. And I'm closing. I want to tell you guys that I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying that you understand that you are in a new beginning. I'm praying that you understand that this is harvest time for you, that you will reap what you sow. Let me get some water really quick. You guys. I got caught in that word. I want you to understand again, that this is a harvest time and that you're going to reap in a tangible way but you're going to also reap in a spiritual way. I want you to understand that God has established you. The pruning that he did in last season and the choices that you had to make in Kislev as you moved to Tibet, the Lord has now established you because and I'm talking about those that have chose the light. When you have chose to move with God despite of what you see, despite of how things look, you will be blessed in this hour and he will what? He will establish you. He will establish you and you will receive good reports in this next season. Good reports. No longer will you receive the report that doesn't come into alignment with all that God has called, called for you. And again, I want you to remember that new beginnings are often disguised as a painful ending. New beginnings are often disguised as a painful ending. Oh, gracious heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for every listener that's on today. And if there's any listeners that's on, even now that have not received salvation, I want to extend the invitation of salvation. All you have to do is say your name. All you have to do is say that you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and he rose on the third day. All you have to do is say that you invite Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and your Savior. Come on now as your Lord and your savior and that you will walk with him all the days of your life. Come on now. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, I want you to go over to my Instagram. I want you to DM me. I want you to uh, let me know that you have prayed the prayer and I'm happy to send you my book called Prayer 101. It's a perfect book for those that are just now coming into new relationship with God. It gives you the basics on prayer that you might be able to communicate with God, that you might be able to pull close to him, that he might be able to do downloads with you. And again, until next time, guys, I love you. I want you to be blessed. Don't forget to go over to my YouTube channel. I'll be releasing this word tomorrow on the YouTube channel. So if you guys want to interact with me, you can go in and make comments on the YouTube. My YouTube channel is Positive Thinking Podcast with me, Dr. Jasmine Baker. I love you guys. I want you to be blessed and know you are highly, highly favored. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you joined us on today's episode of Positive Thinking with Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. We know you are blessed today, and we'd love to hear about it. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Positive Thinking Podcast. If you'd like to know more about Mrs. Colorful Day and our message at Positive Thinking, go to www.positivethinkingpodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, you are blessed. Now go color your world.